0: Hey everybody, you're on Mind Your Biz and we have Wesley from TeachThisTeacher.com and uh, we're going to Mind Your Biz, Wes. We want to know what you're talking about, what kind of business you're starting that's related to teaching. Uh, I got a little bit into your site and I think it's completely necessary to have something like your platform. I don't even know how it's not already being done all over, but I think it's a phenomenal idea. So just really introduce yourself to our audience and tell us what you're doing.
1: Yeah, sure, so I myself was a classroom teacher for about seven years uh, here in the state of Georgia. And I went through something called actually an alternative certification process where I didn't actually go to school to be a teacher, but um, instead like my degree was just in English and I want to get into the classroom. And so there was a lot of questions I had that perhaps I would have gotten if I had gone the traditional education route. But what I noticed is that teachers that even um, had been in the classroom for years still had things that they could learn. I imagine it's like that in every profession, um, but especially in the education profession, because uh, it's always changing. It's always new requirements. Society is changing. So our students are changing from year to year. It's just a whole different ballgame almost. And so last year, even before the pandemic, I decided that I was uh, kind of done with the classroom. I love education. I love my students and even my coworkers, but it just came at that crossroads where I knew that I wasn't going to be a classroom teacher for 30 years. It wasn't so fulfilling, Uh, but I wanted to stay in education in some way. So when the pandemic did hit, I thought, you know, how is this going to change society, the world of education? And um, one thing I thought of is that people are definitely from now on going to understand that they don't have to get on an airplane and fly to Chicago for some convention. You know, they don't have to get in their car and drive across town for a professional development seminar because we're all accustomed to teaching and learning online, every teacher probably in the country. Um, And so I thought, why don't we, and I use this word, uh, revolutionize teacher development in this way, because I believe in the foundation the bedrock behind the idea is that every teacher has something that they're really really good at and every teacher has an area that they can grow and so we just developed this website we start floating the idea to friends and family and everyone was like i, I think that's a wonderful idea um, it's uh, Needed and it's um, just something that can also provide teachers with an extra income. So we just saw so many benefits and really very little drawbacks. And uh, so yeah, we are now in our launching stage where we have uh, TeachThisTeacher.com where you can become an instructor on our website in like a day or two. The process is very short. Or you can very soon you'll be able to sign up for sessions to just learn uh, you know different uh, development uh, professional development lessons.
0: Yeah, this is a great concept to really, I mean, this is like the fabric of our society is teachers, man. They're, they're teaching our future. They're, they're really setting the tone for the future. And I'm just surprised there's just not a lot more of this going on to really help teachers be their best. So let's get back to the basics, because let's just call me a dummy when it comes to uh, how teachers become teachers. In my head, I just thought you had to have a degree, a basic liberal
1: arts degree to qualify you to be a teacher, is that fairly accurate? So it's different in every state. And that's one thing that we have to be careful with on this site is to realize that there are different you know, requirements um, in every state. But for the most part, there is a, like an early childhood uh, degree or a secondary education degree. But most states have a way that if you have a degree in like business, you can go and start teaching business classes at a high school, become a business teacher. but you're going to have to go through an alternative program where you get some mentoring and training um, because there's a lot of things that if you go to school to for business management, you don't know anything about classroom management or you know classroom decorum and that kind of thing. And so most states have opened it up to where you can find a way, but it's really difficult. It's difficult to be a first year teacher with all these questions and you're going through an alternative program at the same time. Um, And so this site is also going to help people in that situation where they're great at teaching business management or they're great at teaching art or music, but they don't have that fundamental, you know, classroom management skills or working with special education students, um, because it's no longer where you're just a special education teacher. Every teacher um, has special education students that have specific needs. And so there's a lot of holes when you go through the um, process um, in that way um, that this site and just professional development as a whole can solve those gaps. Um, but this is one where you can pinpoint your specific um, weakness and and look for for it yourself. So what uh, what
0: I basically heard was, you essentially could be a teacher right off the bat, having a degree in business, even English. If you come out of college with a degree in English, technically you can apply for a job to be a teacher, correct? That's correct. All right, so that's, that's a little bit scary to me because while you might be proficient in English, you may not be proficient in teaching a bunch of first graders, a bunch of 17 year olds, how to learn English, you know. So, to me, that's scary. And, you know, almost every business that I can think of, any career, you have to learn how to, you know, be great at your career. Even if you're a baseball player, you got to get crazy amount of training, not just go through your college athlete system. As a business person, you you need, you know, accountants, you need other professionals in your life that are constantly coaching you and being, you know, uh, synergistic to your business. So, I think it's scary that teachers don't have that. I mean, you're you know, you're about
1: to go into to, to mold minds and that's scary. Well, sure, but I, I think the idea behind it is that if we can get professionals out of the field they um, can real, They have a lot to offer. And so I understand that. And I definitely understand what you're saying as well, but they don't generally just throw them out there and say, go for it. There is, There are those summer courses that they take to kind of prep them. And so it's kind of a thing where you're doing, you're holding um, two buckets at one time, you are still getting that training, but you're in there. And so I don't know how it is in most states, but in the state of Georgia, I have confidence in teachers that go through that because honestly, they could be better at teaching that business class because they've actually had that real world experience than a teacher that went through the textbook learning. So, but I, I totally understand your um, hesitation for that.
0: Yeah, because uh, I mean, even like a doctor, right? A surgeon—they don't get to start operating on you. It's not like here—you you finish college, you got your four or five year degree, start operating, and then we'll 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 hone in on making you a better surgeon as you're cutting people up. You know, and that's the way I see. I, I think that's crazy that that teachers, you know, nothing against teachers, it's really the curriculum that you're allowed to just go out there and start molding minds without really honing in on how to teach. And I know there's other extra programs, but I know a lot of acquaintances and friends that just right after they got their degree, they almost use teaching as a fallback. They're like, all right, I got my degree. I don't know what I want to do, but I could teach. And that to me was kind of
1: weird. (laughs) Now, and I will, the last thing I'll say to, um, to the, is that it's probably a very low number because I didn't have my teaching degree. It was kind of more difficult for me to find a job, but I just did really well in my interview and they said, Hey, we think this guy has the chops. And they asked me questions, um, because I always knew I wanted to be a teacher and I was kind of geared that way. So I don't think it's a, I wouldn't even think it was more than maybe 10% that's in that, um, category and they do go through a lot of hoops and I'm sure they'll get them out of the classroom real fast if (laughs) it's not working out. Um, But I don't want people to walk away thinking it's a large percentage like that. But it's your right to know as a parent, you know, if you're a parent listening to this, you can find out in Georgia, we call it highly qualified teacher. Um, Those are ones that have been through the program and they are certified. So it's definitely your right to find out that certification and where they are. You can also... Look it up on a database and type in your teacher's name and see if they have their full certification or if they're in a um, transitional state. Yeah. Gotcha. Now, now to kind of stick up for the teachers now, which I wasn't going against
0: the teachers. I'm, it's more of the curriculum and the requirements. But, you know, teaching is such a responsible career. And obviously, you know, this society's backwards, right? You got people playing sports, making, you know, billions of dollars and teachers that are so crucial to every kid's mind is is to me one of the most underpaid careers known. So to their defense, I think something like this is great because you know the teachers I've known always had to have a side hustle because teaching wasn't enough. And I think it's nice to have a side hustle that relates to your career, which is teaching. So how come there's not
1: more of these opportunities for teachers to essentially teach as their side hustle? Why is that? I, I think that's a great question and also when we're thinking about that not only do teachers have to have a side hustle most of the time but they probably have the least amount of time because they're already working from home um countless number of hours uh, and then like you said they're put in that situation um that they have to have that so I I think it's a great question and if you even look on our website I think one of the comments that we make on there is we're so it's a, idea so simple, we're surprised somebody hadn't thought of it before. <laughs> so I, I definitely agree. Um, there are some things in the education world that teachers are making money from online. There's a website where you can upload your resources. Let's say you made a really excellent PowerPoint um, that explains fractions for third graders. Um, and so you can upload that on the site and charge you know, $5 for it and you get a commission you or you get 80 percent of it and you know a hundred teachers might buy it so they don't have to create it themselves Um, so there are some websites out there that help you more with like the resources to teach but the um, professional development we think that we're one of the very first ones that's a great
0: thing man i mean this is a real positive breakthrough because i've never heard of it uh, and i don't know everything but it's you know, if you, if there's things out there, you tend to, you hear it through the grapevine eventually. So, um, this is great. So also I'm just curious if you're not a teacher, is this website and this curriculum, can this really help someone that's not a teacher that still wants to be able to train maybe their employees or maybe interns? Can this program help non-teachers?
1: So you're kind of getting into our long-term goals. We, I, um, my, the guy that is helping me partner and I, we talk about short-term, mid-term and long-term goals. And so we definitely would like to, we're trying to find our little niche or however you say that. Um, And so right now we're focusing mostly on recruiting teachers and making it all about teaching. But to your question, there's a category on there about administration, right? And so of course our vision is to have like principals of schools or headmasters that have been um, leader in leadership for 20 years, they can offer courses for um, newer administration. Maybe it's your first year becoming a principal and you're scared to death. You can take courses, you know, a quick session on the weekend from somebody that's been in the program. But my point here is I could see someone that is becoming a manager or supervisor at a company looking it up and taking that course. Maybe it's just called, um, you know, Leadership for Dummies. And it's probably going to be geared more towards the school environment. But I think that certainly um, I would encourage your listeners to take a a look around the site and there could be something that can fit into their um, profession as well. I'll give you another example. Um, There's another category called, now I'm going to start using all these teacher acronyms. Uh, it's called ELL or ESOL, which means learners, uh, English language learners or English speakers of other language. So we have to do a lot of we call it differentiation to help our English language learners, because it's kind of hard to learn English language and about, you know, fractions. You know, if you're just struggling with the language. So anyway, so that's a real big need that teachers have and how to teach those English language learners. But I can see that being needed, you know, in other professions um, as our country becomes more diverse. So definitely, I think there are categories that have that crossover appeal. Now, I have another question. Now, how are you,
0: you know, this guy, this has to be the challenge. How are you going to incentivize teachers to spend money, whether it's a little bit, a lot of it, to be a better teacher when they get paid the same every week, whether a kid does great in their class or fails? Let's be honest, you know, what's gonna make them want to become a better teacher, especially for those that are kind of coasting, most of their students are passing, they seem to be doing a decent job. How are you gonna get them out of, you know, out of their comfort zone and really say, you know what, I could be a better teacher. Uh, there's definitely better tricks to the trade to get some of my, my students that aren't doing as well. How do you get them out of their little box? So I have
1: two answers for that first off you would be amazed at how much teachers spend every single year on their classroom on materials. Um, they almost do it second nature. Uh, and so, um, that's one thing teachers are not, uh, afraid to do that. They're already doing that. And I have some data to back that up. We did do a, um, it's called pole fish where you can put in your different requirements. So we said we want X number of teachers and 75% said that if they were able to personally pick their own professional learning courses, they would be willing to spend their own money. And actually it might've been even higher than that. Uh, so it's very, likely in the teaching community. And I don't know why, if teachers are just something special, they're the only ones that are willing to spend their own money um, on their profession, or if that happens in a lot of other professions. So that's the first thing I'd say. Second thing I would say is that our, again, mid to long-term goal, is that we think that as we build a reputation for ourselves and people start saying that this is working, that school districts will start paying for it. You know, Our vision is to have a teacher say, hey, principal, you know that I'm really weak in reaching my gifted students. I see this course on teach this teacher where it's only $30 and it's a two-hour session. I'd like to take it. And we imagine that principal saying, absolutely. You know, you're you're doing this on your own time, you're trying to better yourself in the profession uh, and they'll reimburse you for that $30. We we wanna start making partnerships with districts um, like that. I also imagine principals, at least I had a really good principal. I can imagine her coming to me and saying, hey, you know how you said that, you know, you have that weakness over here. I saw this on Teach This Teacher, we'll pay for you to take it. So those are our two um, answers to that question that teachers will spend their own money most of the time. And um, we do imagine it getting to where uh, the school districts or the school will reimburse teachers for it.
0: Yeah, absolutely, I think that's the key because that's exactly what I was gonna ask you next. I was like, this has to be a part of the school's curriculum to actually offer this to teachers or reimburse them or subsidize it in some way. So that's gonna be the key to this business. Um, Once you get in to some districts and they see some real improvement and, and I'm sure it's uplifting to the, teacher, the teachers themselves. And uh, if they feel more confident and they learn some more strategies, I think it just spreads to the students. So I think it's crucial to get this into the districts because I feel like you know, college is great and they offer great you know, advanced like, learning classes, but it's, it's very curriculum-based. And I feel like what you're doing is more people and professional-based. It's teachers already doing it that are, that are, you know, they're in the environment every day with students and, and it's changing every day. Whereas curriculums, they kind of just make one and they leave it there for a year or five, probably the same curriculum for advanced teaching is, is probably not too different than the one five years ago. So that I think for that reason, this is crucial to get teachers involved with spreading their, their knowledge and their tricks of the trade and making this forum, you know, really uh, just spread it out there. I think this is a great, a great thing, positive thing that's been needed for a
1: long time. And and if I can add something to that, um, I uh, you have to, like you said, some of the uh, professors, you know, in your colleges that are teaching you, they're teaching you based on when they were in the classroom, which could have been, who knows how, long. And so one of the complaints that I constantly had and, and other teachers I heard is whenever we would have professional development, even in my county, you know, somebody would come up from some other state who was a guru in this and they would start telling us how to, you know, this, that, and the other. And then when we start asking questions like, well, you know, our demographics are different. How would that work with this? Or Uh, Our students would never do that. You know, you taught 30 years ago. (laughs) It's changed quite a bit. And so that's what another problem that we're trying to adjust is um, same survey that we sent out. Um, The majority of respondents gave their professional development that they're getting right now a failing grade in their district. And so it is about, like you said, getting those people there. In the trenches right now, they know um, the mindset of our students, and they know a technology. You know, can you imagine trying to teach how to integrate technology, and you haven't been in the classroom in fifteen years? I mean, technology has changed tremendously in the last two years, um, and so we imagine you know media specialists that know all the tricks and trades of technology to be on here teaching teachers that have been in the classroom for 27 years and they don't know all these new tools that they can use online to enhance their teaching. So for sure that's one of the problems that we are trying to address. I think you got a brilliant idea. I guess the big
0: challenge now is getting it out there and letting, uh, letting everybody know about it and teachers. Uh, so how are you, what are you doing to overcome your obstacles of Getting it out there—it's very expensive. It's very time-consuming. What are you doing to get it out there so everyone knows about it?
1: Well, um, <laughs> this is one of the things we're doing. We we um, are trying to get ourselves in different podcasts because it's um, it reaches a larger audience. For like you said, not you know we don't have thousands and thousands of dollars to spend. So we're using podcasts. We're using what we're I think is referred to as a shoestring media marketing i think if i have that term right where we're trying to amp up our um uh, online presence on social media like twitter and linkedin and facebook uh, and that kind of thing and we're going to spend a very tiny amount of money because that's all we have on things like twitter ads but i am hoping that um, like you said, word of mouth um, and the teaching community is pretty tight knit community. Um, the way that I found out about things uh, online is through, always through other teachers. I'm not a social media person very much, so I, but I would always find out about, you know, what's going on through other teachers. They kind of share, they kind of help. Um, and that's another idea behind this website. Teachers are huge collaborators already. They don't, you know, have great ideas and keep them to themselves. Um, they like to teach <laughs> other people. And so um, I'm hoping that's where it takes off. Um, but that ha- that is the greatest obstacle I think that we're facing. Um, so far, you know it's been slow and steady growth. you know, I checked the analytics on the um, site and there's slow but steady growth there uh, with the amount of visitors we're getting. We also did a press release through one of those companies where you write up your press release and they send it to all the journalists and all the journals. Um, haven't gotten a lot of hits on that yet. Um, but hopefully that'll generate some buzz as well.
0: Excellent. Well, I I think this is a a beautiful idea. I think it's been long overdue where teachers have a forum to really help each other and just advance their craft. You know, I wish you, you know, a ton of success with this because it's only going to help, kids you know you're helping the teachers which which then helps the kids and that's what it's all about is is the, is the future right so i'm i'm all in with with any kind of help to our future and um so i know the website is teach this dot com is that right that's right and is there any other platforms that they can if they're not a website you know person is there any other kind of social medias that they can go in or you prefer them to go to this site because it's more thorough with what your um, platform's about?
1: Well, you can, I would definitely certainly start at the site because those other connections are there. We have a little section say, uh, you know, our social media links. And so then you can just click on whatever social media that you're most uh, comfortable with um, because, you know, handles are all different, like, on one website, the handle can only be 14 characters. So I can't really give you a handle over all of those um, websites, um, but it's a combination of like at teach this teach or, or teach underscore teacher. <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. So if you start with the website, those links um, are, are on the website. And and can I I wanted to say one more thing when you were talking about just helping students. um, One other word, buzzword that's in the community, I guess, is teacher retention rates. I was a part of the leadership team in the county that I'm from. And that was one of the things in our leadership conference every summer that we would talk about is how to retain good teachers. Um, And so I think that this is also going to help even with that problem, which like you said, helps students. So you have really great teachers that they just get burned out because um, they're not getting honestly the help that they need. And so they go and they're like, I can make more money somewhere else anyways. I really have a passion for education, but this has just become really frustrating. So I'm hoping that we um, even help with that problem, the teacher retention rate to keep good teachers and to make not so good teachers, I guess, even though that's probably taboo to say, but not so good teachers become better teachers um, so I definitely agree that our ultimate goal, though, is to get down and help those students for sure.
0: Man, yeah, that's some great stuff. So, yeah, Wes, we appreciate you. We're thankful that you you were a teacher and you're actually going above and beyond to make the existing teachers better teachers. So I think that is going to be way more impactful and good thing you're entrepreneurial as well because uh, you'd be stuck in a classroom right now and not trying (laughs) it's it's a it's a journey and um I think you got something great so we wish you much success and we definitely want to have you back on here uh to hear the progress of your journey and and getting this great concept out all right so we appreciate you Wes and uh you know teach and thanks for letting us mind your biz All right, Wes, All right, we're, Wes, cut. we're so, cut. So uh, just real quick, because I didn't want to talk about this, talk on, about you know, this on, you know, on the show. On the show. Um, uh, is, there is there a way, way that you, that get you can get accredited this accredited in some, in some fashion? Some fashion? Uh, I, feel I feel like if, like it, if it was some, some kind of accreditation, accreditation
1: uh, it would be uh, easier, easier to get it into, get it into, into the school districts and things like that for the government
0: subsidizes
1: Well, that's something that I would certainly have to look into, I, from what I, and I'm, this was one of the answers on one of the other questions. It's so different from state to state. Like I, I'm certified in Georgia, but um, you know, I couldn't teach across state lines really. So I don't know if there's like a national accreditation, um, but that's, I'm gonna write that down or keep yes. it on my little sticky yes. note on my computer. I'm just trying to,
0: you know, I'm not, I'm trying to stick my two cents in cause I want to see you succeed. Um, accreditation of some sort and sometimes when you're accredited in your local state it it might satisfy you know beyond that because sometimes they have um, you know if you're accredited in this state it carries over to eight other states or or maybe all the states depending on what kind of classes you have but I would focus on that for sure because usually government doesn't want to get involved with things that aren't accredited in some fashion Um, are you the sole owner of this or do you have partners or what?
1: Um, so I think that I'll be considered the sole owner. What I, I have a friend that his business is small business consulting, getting you launched. And so it's not really a partnership, but he's getting a commission of whatever profit. So um, at least I have somebody to bounce things off of. He's more technical. He does all the website technical things. Um, so that's what we are right now, sole ownership. But I have that contract with him he's getting a um, commission a percentage of
0: it. Okay, another tip I would give you, remember you can take it or leave it, um, is try to get yourself a board, a board of people that you can put behind this concept and, and behind the whole platform because boards are crucial, uh, especially if let's say you find somebody that was a retired, uh, that, that was a curriculum creator You know and maybe they're retired and maybe they'll just offer their consult maybe you know some of them want money uh some of them want a percentage of the business and some of them will just do it because they're already accomplished and they have a real passion for what you're trying to do so i would go after a bunch of you know experienced teachers possibly that retired uh, could be professor, like a professor at Harvard. See, b- those are big words that appeal to investors. They appeal to uh, government, to want to subsidize. So you need to make your, your name and your platform, you gotta give it the bells and whistles, and that's, that's what you need. You need bells and whistles, and that's a board. So go after, you know, Har- you know Ivy League, start at the top. And just make a lot of calls because that board is your credibility. Not, nothing against you, but you're a teacher of seven years. If I'm an investor, I'm not investing in a teacher of seven years. But if I know there's a board from Harvard, Cornell, uh, a curriculum creator of maybe for the, the 90s, you know, someone that that's, has more experience than you, someone that has a bigger name than you, that's what you should be trying to reel in
1: no i i like that idea a whole lot i've talked to a few small business advisors like at the university of georgia and no one has given me a tip like that i mean everybody's giving me a little bit of something uh but that's a really great idea so where do you where would you start like on linkedin i i do have a few hundred connections on linkedin with people that are just so is that where you would start Where how would you start where would you start
0: yeah start LinkedIn is obviously a great place to start. It's really cold, but it's, you can get to a lot of people. There's different services. I don't know if you, 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 know, you have any that really go after the, the leads that you need, which is top level professors. Um, so if you're going on LinkedIn, it's real hard to go after each person individually. Uh, obviously, you should be doing that also is really going after this Harvard professor of, you know, maybe they teach advanced teaching uh, classes. Um, so, you know, you have to cherry pick the ones that you should personally be contacting. So it's a very personal, you know, it's not a, just a cold call from a robot on LinkedIn. You should be personally going after high level professors, retired professors, um, the bigger the name, meaning the bigger the school, uh, go after authors of books that specialized in teaching teachers. Uh, they're gonna have a passion for it and they have an incentive. Remember, uh, no one's gonna do anything generally for free. But someone that writes books about it that can make a profit and they can advertise their book on your website, teach this teacher. Now they have incentive, money incentive. So go after authors. Um, you know, the advice I've given you, this is what I do. You know, I give this advice. I charge people a lot of money to give advice. So I'm giving you this, you know, like, cause I want you to succeed. And if you run into any trouble, you know, reach out to, you know, reach out to us and see if I can help or possibly put partners or help find partners. And that's what I am. I'm not just a, someone that's trying to get your word out. I'm trying to also put people together because I want, I want businesses to succeed. Um, especially good ideas. So always feel free to reach out, email us. You have our email. Um, you gave us your direct information, your phone number. You just throw it on, just read it. Just tell it to me out loud. So I have it on, on our recording so we can, uh, have your phone number, your direct email address. That would be
1: great to have. Uh, Okay. So my email is wglosson at teachthisteacher.com my phone number this is my personal sale not my business one um because i'm more likely it's seven zero six four two four eight eight four three so i think that's one the two things you asked for
0: yeah perfect so yeah I, like like i said people need incentive on you know this is the world we're in and usually it's money um you know boards you know in business they obviously they 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 need to make money But boards of this kind of nature, it might be more passion-driven. So just go after retired Ivy Leaguers. Like I said, authors, um, just thinking out loud. Um, People that donate, I don't know, maybe there's a way you can find out people that donate to schools, Um, you know, those people that put those big libraries together and they're just mega rich. Um, And if they get their name on things, they like it but typically they're influential people and it'd be great to get them on your board. So got to put a
1: board together, got to put a board together. I know this is a simple question, but how big would you say we're looking for Ten, five? You
0: get as many as you can, many as you can. (laughs) If you can get 50 people on your board, but likely you're not going to get that many. It's going to be a a grind, especially if you're not well-known, there's not a proven track record, uh, and get a lot of testimonials. Just get a lot of testimonials from anyone that's used this program. You're gonna have to give away a lot of, a lot of these things for free. So remember, giving away is important when you're a new business. You gotta, you gotta give the farm up, man. You, gotta, you can't think of this as making money. You gotta think of this as planting seeds that turn into money later, um, especially something like this. So make sure you get these potential board people, you send them your best stuff, Uh, For free obviously and you have them review it and so 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 they want to be a part of it And like I said, I'll do my best to You know anyone that I come in contact with that has a good idea. What is your some of your a good way to also present your business is to Sounds counterproductive, but it's important to what are some of your competitors or What are some big sites that do similar? things, if you can tell me them, because that's important when you're approaching investors and board people. They want to know who succeeded at this already.
1: So, um, I don't know of any direct uh, companies that do just this, but some of the similar companies, um, there's a company called OutSchool, and what it does is it allows teachers to teach other students in the same way. You create your course whatever you want to do uh, you can do art whatever you can do exercise english writing um, so out school does it for teachers to student um, te- teachers pay teachers is the site that i was talking about but I, I didn't know if i should say their name but they're the one that almost every teacher knows about you can if you you know you can go in there and type in um you know gone with the wind movie review sheet and you can just print off instead of making your own so that's teachers pay teachers And then there is a site, my mom is a medical coder and she, there is a site for, I don't think it's just medical coding, but it's more in the medical field that kind of does it. So people have, she's taken some lessons on there about how to like code the next level um, or whatever. Uh, So those are the three kind of competitors or people have gone down this lane. And then mostly I think competition are consultants, personal consultants that you know, Green County Board of Education calls up somebody from Florida. That's the way I've gotten professional development, and um, they come up to the school and they do it web video. Um, but exactly what we're doing, I am not aware of any, um, and I would kind of be in the know. I think um, being in the classroom just last year, uh, I never heard of anything like that. So if there is, they're they're just getting started as well.
0: Well, if I were you, I would thoroughly investigate similar platforms um and when you find one or you find several because when you go in you'll find something um you'd want to you'd want to know you'd you'd want to do your research on maybe how much income they've made and there's ways you can do a background on businesses uh to see how much they make uh it's public knowledge because you want to express to other people that this is already a successful business model, it already did three million with you know teachers.com. Uh, it clearly is something needed, it's worked so. So, it while it sounds counterproductive to pushing your platform, it actually helps when there's other platforms that are similar. All right, so, so look these things up, and also you'll get ideas from theirs, you know, like what are they doing that's working that you might not be doing you know maybe they've incorporated incorporated some kind of incentive system that got more teachers on board or got more sales more customers so you you got to do you got as a business person you got to go harder uh because maybe you got the concept down you may be great at you know the the business model but the business that you're doing right now you need you need to get real crazy busy you need all these things i'm saying are something that you almost needed to launch with. Um, And I'm not saying not to launch, I'm just saying it makes your launch a lot more, you know, it gives it a lot more potential. Yeah, you got a better shot and uh, it's never too late. So along the launch, you should be doing all this stuff.
1: Um, But we're gonna restart that launch clock on May 1st. So May 1st is what we're calling the soft launch where sessions will be available for you to look at but it's not actually going to start till this summer cuz that's mostly the schedule that teachers have open so June 1st so that gives I know that's not a tremendous amount of time but it it's not in 3 days it's more in 33 days so
0: Now what are these these little these class I'm assuming they're kind of like what like a 30 minute demonstration is it a video demonstration is it a powerpoint what is it
1: live meetings you mean yeah there will be live sessions so Um, If I, just take me for an example, if I was really good at teaching, you know, um, ninth grade biology and I put my session up there and um, I'm gonna send out a link, uh, you know, two days before the session for everybody that signed up for it, Um, if it's $10 for an hour and 10 people sign up, that's $100 um, for that one hour. So it's, and then our company takes a percentage of that. That's how we make our money so um yeah but they're live sessions where you have you know you're going through a powerpoint or you're making it engaging not just lecturing to people but um it'll be there will be live i mean that's that's
0: noble because i mean a live is way more um you know i feel like you get way more customers the problem with live is also the the logistics of live right you're not gonna be able to get thousands of customers and it's not going to be a uh this machine which you kind of need to be successful in business. So uh, there's no pre-recorded live demonstrations that you can get inv- get this, you know, just just to add to your catalog and not so you have to wait for ten people or, you know.
1: Yeah, we have considered to have different options like I um, I don't know for some reason we didn't think of what exactly what you're saying. Another option we were thinking of is having like a, almost like a college course. Where you like have a discussion board for everybody and that, but just having a, a video out there of some that's an idea that's really simple to implement and it broadens the um, the uh, consumer base, I guess. So I'm I'm getting that down too. Yeah, I would I
0: would uh, definitely get that going because a lot of people don't have time to just be available at a certain day, certain time. So. You want you want to be able to be fluid so they can pick up this class any time of night, any time of day, um, and, and then they can always email, you know, after the class if there was some some things they needed to
1: know beyond what the class taught. And, and we're kind of doing that in this, every instructor has to record their live ses- session. And then send it to everyone's email, whether you were in the class or not. So, if you paid for it and you missed it for some reason. So, we were offering that too. And we're going to, you know, that's going to be one of our talking points to say all the sessions are recorded. So, even six months down the road, even if you made it to the session, you might want to go back and review. So, that is one of the offerings. Yeah, you need a lot. You just need a lot of
0: content. You need a lot of classes. You need a lot of options, different parts of the country different types of teachers some people only relate you know they may want to see pictures of some of the teachers they just like an old looking you know whatever hick from down south and they want to take a lesson from him because they just got a teaching job in this city they have no clue about you know um so that could be interesting too or they might want as you know, they see a, a, a teacher of color, and they, and they have a whole class fill, filled with kids of color, and, and they're, they're, they have no color, and they're like, damn, how the hell do I teach to this class, you know, so, you know, I think that's important, and you mentioned something like that, you know, that, you know, a lot of teachers, they, you know, they consult from other states, they don't have a clue about what the hell these kids are doing, you know, their culture, so that's important, too, um, And at some point you got to get more high tech you got to get more high tech you got to have it where it's some something easy where you can get on there upload as a teacher i want to upload my tricks to do you know algebra 101 and i came up with this cool little song with it or rap and i want to be able to just go in upload it get my commission you know flawless streamless i don't want to think about it it it, it just got to be quick so you got to start thinking how how are you gonna upgrade your tech on your site? And, and you know, remember concept is is a great thing, but unfortunately we're in a society where it's all about the branding. It's all about the tech. It's all about a whole lot of other mess that has nothing to do with your concept. So, you know, you're gonna to have to go hard with that as well. But I would say, yeah. Good. I want, I want this to work. And um, if you're hitting some roadblocks, just reach out to us. You know, uh, I can do my best to help. Like I said, I could try to find in my travels, see if there's other people interested in becoming a part of the board um, or a partner in this business that might be able to, you know, be a part of your business and offer something, whether it be money, knowledge, or influence or, you know what I mean? These are things
1: I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. That would be, uh, that would be amazing because like you said, I have seven years of experience. So my, um, my network is kind of small. Um, it's really small. And so that would be, we're, we're not only trying to build a business, but also build, you know, our followers or whatever. And, you know, I think I got like a thousand Twitter followers, which is nothing. Um, so I definitely need that some help. If you know anything, please send them my way or send me their contact.
0: And and you need money, man. Like you should be applying for every small business loan as possible. You know, uh,
1: there's. E- All of them have told me that you need at least two. They're not giving you a penny until you have at least two years of tax returns showing, you know, and so that's what I've been running into a lot in this problem. All right. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, you have to be a successful business (laughs) to get started at being a successful business. So, yeah. Yeah. They want to know
0: that they're not risking their money. They want to know that you have some kind of experience in
1: business. I understand it. Yeah, I definitely understand it.
0: So, yeah. So, so yeah, start, you know, I, I, I threw out a lot of things there. So I'd like to know if you have some progress, some substantial progress in any of those things, then hit me up because there's more to chew on once, you, once you, you start building, there's more to chew on, there's more to, you know, better rate of success and potential. Absolutely.
1: I'll do it, thank you very much.
0: All right, good chat with you, Wes. Good luck with everything.